We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it is 4 o'clock on a Tuesday, one of the most productive days of the week. We've got Julia in. We are not down at the State Fair. We are live here in studios at My Talk 1071 in St. Paul. And we've got our special guest host, one of our favorites. It's Brittany Witch. Wait, Grant. No, our favorite. I have to clarify. Oh, oh no, no. Our one and only favorite. I was, <laughs> was going to ask you. One of our favorites. No, I was going to ask you, is it still... The most productive day Tuesday if it's kind of like a fake Monday. I was not trying to clarify (laughs) whose favorite I was. I love that. Well, I was because when I said it, as soon as I said it, I go, I I have always led with our favorite special guest host. So I was like, why did I say one of? So that's why I... Because I was totally obsessed with the Tuesday thing. Do we think, still think people are productive on a Tuesday if it's kind of like a faux Monday? Because this is, okay, so historically, this is getting crap done day mm-hmm. because suddenly people have time to make calls to people. So it's like the highest volume of service people ever day, you know, to get in touch with people to do stuff. So it's even, it's even more. Really? Uh-huh. So it it's is. like double time Tuesday. For a lot of people, your kids are back in school and you have a little extra time if that's your thing or whatever it is, but it is supposed to be very productive. Mm. Here's who it wasn't productive for, and this happened. <laughs> My boy went down yesterday. His name is Raphael Nadal. Yeah, mm, I'm sorry. He, this entire U.S. Open has looked terrible. Like, and, But he always figures out a way to come back because he's what we call a champion. But his um, wife is pregnant with their first baby. And she had to be hospitalized last week because oh, she's no. only like 32 or 34 weeks long, I think, or something. But that was scary for him. It just feels like his heart isn't in it. Yeah. I mean, like, could you imagine that she's very distracted? Right. And he is. Um, and usually she doesn't go to the matches with him because that's just not their thing together. His family always goes. Mm-hmm. But it was really it was it's bittersweet because he was beat by a young American named Francis Tiafo, who's mm. been on the circuit for quite a while. And he's only 23. And he has like this great backstory. His parents were from Trinidad and um, he got to play tennis for free at this tennis school kind of in Maryland. And it's really a rags to riches kind of fun story yeah. about how hard he's tried. And he has a twin brother and. All this good stuff, so it's just good juju that he won. But mm-hmm. I watching Nadal go down so miserably. Yeah, that was tough. It's painful. But here's his press release. Okay. Okay. What's he saying? Um, he said when it was done. Obviously, you know Francis was better than me, and I wish I wish him the best, best of luck. Yeah. You know, I'm doing it with the Spanish accent. You're killing it, nailing it. And I just, I was like, you know, oh, Nadal. He was You're good. Here? Me, not so good. And then he says, I need to go back and I need to fix things. I don't know when I'm coming back. 
I'm going to try to be ready mentally. I've never heard him say that before. Uh oh. When I feel that, I will be ready to compete again. I'll be there. And he then goes on to say, now I have to go home. I have more important things than tennis to attend to. You know, I was waiting to see if he referenced why his distraction. Okay, a part of me was like, don't mention it. Don't mention it. He didn't. But he kind of did. This is the first time, though, really. Like, he kind of did there. Because he was so off. I know. and And honestly, like, I get why he's off. And I would probably be one to mention it. But a part of me says, like... You don't bring it up like you don't bring up that you have more important things or that you're just you're, you just say, you know what? My my uh, I got to get my head right and whatever right. and then go back. Yeah. Like, could you even I get though it. I'm sh- I get it. it as humans? Of course, we have outside things and he has a huge thing going on right now. But a part of me was like, oh, I'm proud of him for not using it as an I don't want to say yes. an excuse, but like referencing it. Right. And then he kind of did it. I did. And he says decisions will be made based on how everything goes in my personal life. Which comes before my professional. Well, life. and that's that. Maybe that is why very because he may make a decision here. If this goes not the way that it, we we all wanted to go with right. his wife, he may make that decision to walk away. So he's rather than just keeping everybody up in a, you know, I like and that he kind of hinted at it a little bit. Is this? I I agree. The last statement I definitely like because that's just such a good. Class. I think that's classic. Right. This is their first kid, too? Yes. Oh. And he hasn't had him. Most of the people his age have had him younger. And he says, it's been a bit di- difficult for a few months, but I want to finish the year with something very important, and that's my first child. Oh, and a year ago, remember, I was going to the Laver Cup in Boston. That's where, you know, it's Roger Federer's thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when you went yes, there. But now it's going to be in London this year, which is very close to Mallorca. So he can run over. Yeah, you know. so just a hop, skip, and a jump. Skip, but, but I'm telling you, you know this. Like, that baby's going to change your training regimen. Oh. That oh. baby, I mean, if you're doing it right, things are everywhere else are going to fall apart just a little bit. That's why I think there's some foundation for a comment to be made because I think he's going to have to make that decision. Unlike I Tom know. Brady, who can't figure that out. I know. I think this guy I'm is taking so... the right path of like family first before sport. And this know? is the first um, Grand Slam final that you won't have one of the top three guys that have been in it basically dominate for the last 20 years, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, or mm. Djokovic. Yep. It's good for the young kids and, and yep. the youth of tennis, but like you said, when we've been watching these guys in these final positions for all these years, for, for, even for the networks, it's got to be a little bit of a hit, you know, because those are the names and the faces that draw the faces to the TV. As much as I love these young kids getting in there, yep. but I want to see Serena, I want to see Tiger, I want to see Nadal. Yep. But we're at that point in time where that's kind of on oh, the, the end. the baton is turning. Yeah. But Francis Tiafo, who beat Rafael Nadal, who really played very, very well, he got a tweet from LeBron James. Oh, wow. In the final minutes, um, congrats, young king, you've earned it. Oh. And he said, man, I'm losing it in the locker room. He wow. told reporters laughing. I was going crazy. He said he hesitated before retweeting it. <laughs> and... um Wanting to at least look like the treat wasn't a huge deal. <laughs> He's trying to play coy. Look like you've been there before. I was like, I would have retweeted. Do I retweet it as soon as he sent it? I was like, you know yes. what? I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be cool and act like I didn't see it, and then retweet it three hours later. <laughs> it's like a guy on a date. I'm gonna talk to her three days later. Then just yeah. instead of being a man, you plan it out. It. Yeah, you do. But, yeah, but you should just do it. I mean, exactly. he just got called the king by the king. That's pretty. Uh, not the Elvis king, but the king of sport. You could he's, say, and he's just. A charming young man who's given back to the community has yeah. worked so hard. So it's really, it's that's a cool. sweet story. Yeah, that's a cool story. It's a sweet story. I Serena, we all know, lost Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then 
We still have two Americans in it. Uh, Jessica Piccoli, whose parents own the Buffalo Bills. No. Oh. And um, Coco Goff. Oh, and Coco. so those two are still in it. So we'll see what happens. Nice. That's your tennis update. Love I it. appreciate it. Brought I... to you from the tennis center here. And someone watched the new Showtime documentary on John McEnroe. And uh-huh. they liked it. Good. Oh. So it's just come out. So there you go. That he's, is he's the tennis like, corner. He's likable, even though he has his little like. He's so likable. I love I mean, him as an announcer. I love him. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny, like his little spats and his little tantrums are very oddly endearing. And that's why, like, it's, it was so funny when people would get mad at anybody for saying anything. It's like, always go back to McEnroe. Always. He always. set the standard so low always. for like right. having little tantrums. Yeah, little, everyone's little above tantrums. So it's like, uh, don't worry about if somebody rolls their eyes. You remember the time he chucked his butt? Like, oh, all the time. Love but it, it. You know how many average sports people want to do those things? That's what made him relatable. When he wanted to break his racket. How many times I would love to break a golf club when I hit a bad shot? I'm just not going to do it. So that's what kind of made him relatable. In I a mean, sense. it was... I would agree. Childish, but relatable. It's I so agree. childish, and I, I'm here for Me it. Me too. All right, kids, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for Brittany's Random Thoughts. And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. Just random. It's random. What do we got? Let me tell you about, oh, right. about rat contraceptives. Whoa. whoa. Rat? Why are we te- what are we, we're testing contraceptives on rats? No, we ain't testing no more. We're past the testing phase. They just so, pumping that stuff out in New York City or what? They it started in Arizona. Okay. It was called Sensitec, this company that was like, we got an idea. There's this huge rat problem so that they talk about rats getting in the ceiling and it will cause it to eventually kind of like fall apart or beyond repair. So they say, well, I got an idea. Why don't we make a little uh, rat hotel <laughs> and in it we'll put contraceptives or birth control in the water. They made all the rats sterile, unable to reproduce. And it cut down it so much. Now, San Francisco is like, gimme, 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 gimme more. Yeah. And they're also jumping on the, there will be no. So I don't care where you fall on, on the contraceptives. Everybody's getting on board. For a rat rat contraceptive. Hell yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, they are, uh, they, they talk about it doesn't even take that much. And it usually kicks in after two weeks and no more rat babies. So, Lovely. well, this is, you're welcome. You know what, Brittany? You're welcome. R- Brittany, bringing you the hard hitting stories. You're such a giver. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's true. Uh, speaking of gross things, California is currently being plagued with these little mini shark bugs. They kind of look like shrimp. They like to uh, eat feet. Oh. Okay. Stop. Gross, gross, gross. Are they so in the an aggressive ocean? little sea bug. That uh, goes after uh, beachgoers' feet, and it actually is quite painful. Do they have teeth? I mean, how do they? Yeah, like what do they do? They take a little bite out, is it like biting a into flesh bite? and sucking blood. Oh, it's like a the, mosquito. The oh, like a leech. animal yeah. itself and its bites tend to be very small. However, individual bites by the crustacean can experience sharp pain. Like you can get that sharp pain as it's sure. attached. Yikes. Also, itchy after. Sounds like a mosquito. And then big jurors are saying they have to move their feet really fast so they don't get bitten. But uh, they are calling them mini sharks. 
um, in California. So don't. Not to be confused with the baby shark. <laughs> do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. That's right. Do, do, they got to keep those guys separate. Do, 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 do. You don't want to lean on their parade. You loved yourself for that. I did. You were so excited. You looked in the mic and you <laughs> smiled as you delivered it. It was just so cute. You were like, not like the baby shark. <laughs> That's what you know. That you're with the goat. You're with the goat. Uh, stop. Uh, what stop. are you guys, people? Oh, yeah, stop. Uh, all right. So what are you going to do with all that breast milk in your freezer? What are you going to do? If you're not going to donate it, no problem. Some people can't donate it. There's like reasons and all this stuff. Sure. Um, you can make it into soap. <laughs> Whoa. So that's a new get this. This person who did the whole video on this also is named Brittany also spells it the same way. Stop. Yes. Yeah. She is a uh, big on making breast milk soap. She claims it helps get rid of acne. Um, it helps with all these different things. And now the video that she made about this has been viewed more than 4.4 million times, including like a recipe, how to make soap out of your breast milk. One thing I'm not a big fan of is the color of the soap turns to be this like kind of see-through yellowy. Yeah, that looks gross. (laughs) So you'd want to add artificial color, which would ruin it. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. No, that really looks. But like you know, what bad everyone always soap. tells me too. They like give your kid milk baths. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't! There's was, not a thermometer out for that. <laughs> Shots oh, fired! Bam! Shots fired! Oh, bam! Ow! <laughs> I mean, it might be a completely different temperature scale. Uh, oh. Use I don't know if you use mercury for that. Coming or what at me use. as a mother, <laughs> as a a mother attacking mothers. That's a girl-on-girl crime in this just, studio? Just a little you, back, back story. Brittany takes the temperature of her child's bath because she has a special bat, baby mm. bath temperature. And a thermometer, thermometer. A tub thermometer. Did you, you just use your wrist back in the day? Everyone Every does. person has made fun of me. Everyone I know. I was at a barbecue last night, <laughs> and it came up. Everyone made they- fun of me. Oh, they all died. <laughs> I'm waiting for one other person to go, hey, that's not a bad idea. Everyone has made fun of me. Everyone says, why do you need a thermometer for your baby's bath? It's just the stuff. And my that. husband is so on board with it, too. The other day. Well, we, he wanted you to have one for your bath. <laughs> that's when we got it. <laughs> I needed one. Oh my gosh, like she can't put her toe in to see if it's hot. Where do I go for HR here? I have been attacked as a person. I have been... I got a tiny violin over here. Oh my gosh. So my husband the other day, we were giving him a Margot bath. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And he, it said nine, so 95.8. And he goes, we normally do 96. I, go, I think it'll be okay, Justin. <laughs> See, you're making him crazy. Oh, no, he originated all this. Oh, Justin's, he is the originator Justin's the bubble of the thermometer bath water. Oh, I mean, we both Lord. live in terror this all is, the time. This always. is so funny, though. We recently read that you can't, you're not supposed to have the baby in the car seat for more than two hours. Where did that come from? You know, doctors. Yeah. I know that like everybody's like, I would never do that with my child. It's like, well, how do you get to the cabin? We have to stop. Ours was like two and a half. Ours cabin was 220. Well, it took four hours for us to get to Bemidji. (laughs) We had to stop, walked around, brought her to a dog park. Is it just like they talk about like. Airway and spinal issues okay. sitting in there. Well, that's safe. That's yeah, whatever. Safe. You want to roll your eyes. No, so bad. I really don't because I feel like that one has more merit than the thermometer for water. So that's why we flew to Wilson <laughs> and did the ten, instead of the ten-hour drive that would have turned into like a twenty-four-hour. Oh, drive. because you would have to keep stopping. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I right. just get made fun of a lot. I know you do. Like I hang out with some mean people, mm-hmm. and they everybody with the thermometer makes fun of me. So they made fun of you at the picnic yesterday. Okay, that's just hysterical. Yes, thank you. Good job, family. Um. Okay, so this is the one I wanted to do. Okay. There are currently six Oscar Mayer Wiener mobiles in the U.S. That's cool. And they each drive around specific areas mm-hmm. in the country. A regional bit. I like it. Smart. Efficient. I love it, too. The day that Justin asked me to marry him, we went to a hotel in Duluth after, and I thought it was a good sign because I saw the Wiener mobile oh, in the parking you? lot. <laughs> okay. And now I feel like it's a little less special, though, because there are six There's in six. America. Well, but regional. Yet still, they, they can't do long miles. When you think there was only one, and there's one in your like parking lot of your romantic night with your soon to be your husband. There should be only fiance. one in your parking lot. I'm just saying. That's all. <laughs> Not if you're doing it right. Hey. When we grew up, there used to be a hotel on Highway 12, which was 394. Oh, yeah. It was called the Ambassador. Oh, where? Okay. And Grandma Lulu would take us there for overnights, and um. The Wienermobile was always on Highway 12. I swear <laughs> yeah. to God. It how, really was. How special do you feel when you see it? Oh, I felt like it was it's everything. Better than four-leaf clovers. <laughs> yeah. Make a wish on your next Wienermobile. Okay, thanks, Brittany. You'll get all of it. Oh, my gosh. All right, Grant, what is happening with the traffic? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The Wienermobile is not heading around downtown Minneapolis right now. But if he is, give us a call right now at 651-641. If you're spotting the Wienermobile out there, I would love to hear it. All right, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic right now. All right, everybody. Did we tell you that song is number one? Maybe. It was number one. I was thinking that was the Britney Spears song, but it wasn't. Yes, that's this one. Dua Lipa. This is the Dua Lipa one, which I still like better than the Britney one, and I know that's blasphemy on our show. It is. It you can say it, it this week, and yeah, then you Lori's, get over it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, here is the deal. Um, that woman, poor Britney Spears. Um, she was, was she ever married to Cletus, to Kevin Federline? Yes, they were married. They were married Cletus. briefly. We, Lori and I called him Cletus. Back I he was, love that. He was the devil incarnate. I mean, we really Still did. is. Well, oh, he's yeah. showing, we always thought maybe he was doing good, but he's showing his ugly, ugly, sure ugly is. bottom side. And, um, did an interview with 60 Minutes Australia. And, um, he had to have done this for money. Of course he did. He did it for money. He gets paid a lot of money, and um, I, you know, if you just sit back for a second and think, thirteen years of your child's life where you couldn't really be with them, 
13 years where you can't make a decision or do anything. 13 years without a phone, being able to drive. It, 13 years is so long. It's so long. So, I mean, you're a good person to talk to about this because you, and I have the other side of it. Um, you had two kids yes. with somebody. And it's funny because you have two boys with I somebody. Do. And you guys worked so hard when you guys got divorced to make sure it was a, a, a situation where you weren't we weren't stepping on each other's toes, weren't talking bad about Ever. each other. And you can ref- that reflects so much in your boys and the world that you guys have created. And that is the biggest gift you can give. Now, Ann Tressler tells us that's the number one thing is put your kids first and put your feelings aside because all you do is hurt your kids. Oh, at- and you gain nothing. So then I, you know, my Talk parents, to your friends. my parents are divorced. They did the same thing. A family that was very near to us did not do that same thing. And their kids reflected. Like, they use their kids as bargaining tools. Right. They told them, yeah, you don't have to do this. Your dad says this. You don't have to do this. And even if this this conservatorship stuff didn't happen to Britney Spears, Kevin Federline is showing his face as a parent and as somebody who's not putting their kids first and saying, contradicting your mom, even when they're not married, is so, everybody knows that's taboo. It's, like It's beyond. It's beyond. And having them secretly record all the things. And having a 15-year-old go on national news and talk about their mom, I just don't get it. I, and, and the truth is, Kevin Federline has never worked. Yeah. Since he was a dancer in Britney's tour. He's never worked. Yeah. And he met that volleyball player, and they have like two or three kids. He had a kid before Britney, and then he has these two kids with Britney. And he just, I really think it's so painfully wrong what he's done and and to put his kids on tv too so i just i think no matter what britney i wish we could get her phone away from her so she wouldn't post all the instagram so she's twirling but also like naked, who cares i the, mean i you, you instinctively you see it and you go whoa that's weird but then it's like who the who, who, who cares? cares exactly who the flip and cares? if it was me i wouldn't do that because of my kids because they it would bother them I know that. I know you. I and know as a parent that would bother your kids. I do know that, and but I get also, that. But also, like my mom does embarrassing things all, all the, the time. time, and I don't. Um, you know what? Who cares? All the time, not my problem. I know, but their mom is Britney Spears, and I also don't like. It's one of those things where anybody who knows teenagers right now, if they see any weakness in oh, their parents, the divide, they will go for it. And yeah. so when everyone's like, well, the kids are saying that, it's like, have you met a teenager who isn't trying to go, oh, they're not letting me do this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you do it even to your parents when they are married. Yeah. Or and then, when they, they have must, a united front. Yes. They look they, they look for yes. the weaknesses and, yes. the, you know, and they, they go for it. And anyway, he, he it just came out again. And um, she, Brittany, responded. Yeah, you know, she she's sure deeply did. saddened by the discovery of her son, Jaden, saying um, she was he, that she wasn't up to his expectations of a mother. And then another post she shared, um, do you guys want me to get better so I can continue to give your dad 40 grand a month? Right. Or is the reason behind you guys deciding to be hateful is because it's actually over in two years and you don't get anything? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, that's wow. the truth. And so she just says she can't trust anyone. She's just been so hurt yeah, by 
the, her entire family. She can't catch a break. I mean, no. it feels like the minute she gets freedom and out of this yeah. whole thing, it's like the next thing. Like, why can people not just learn to like, let's just to take this one step at a time. And why, why pile it on? Oh, you're so right, Grant. And why wouldn't, why does KFED care if she has a conservatorship or not? Like, what is he gaining? What is the thing that he's like, she, you know, now this, like, he's coming out and you go, what is his motives? Money. Exactly. It's money. It's disgusting. And it, it's disgusting, and he looks lower oh, than a he, man on a dime. He mm-hmm. really thought he had something with those secret recordings he did of Britney Spears, yep. and everybody, and, you know, I've nannied for teens. Oh, I, we all, they were nothing. Yeah, they were nothing. We were la- I was laughing. I was like, oh, I remember yelling at the kids I didn't even, weren't even mine in my Nissan Juke. And that's a car. It's a car. It took me a while. I had no idea what she was talking about. My little nanny girl, Brooke, was like, she's still to this day. He goes, remember that time at the public pool where you said, get out. And we just had, (laughs) we had words in that car. Mm -hmm. And then my uh, middle nanny boy, Ethan, he goes, I forgot my flip flops at the pool, Brit nanny. And I said, that's it. I was like, yeah, because they were, be, you know, they were being teens, and yeah. I was done for the day. Oh. And it was like, so I can't even imagine. No, I mean, Margot will never do this. Of course, she'll not. be an angel. But oh god, I just feel like it was so funny when K Fed's like, "Yeah, look at this," and every mom in America goes, "Yeah." So she's parenting. So yeah, what? Like so show anyway, us, show I us just, less. I just think it's just it's detrimental to everybody involved and he is acting like a child. Absolutely. You know, it's too bad. It's too bad because like you said, we were talking before at the end of the day, it's the kids that are going to suffer. 100%. That's, that's sucks. 100%. And how do you, you're a kid. And if your parent is giving you the way you want, that's the one you're going to like. Yeah. That's it's just, it's it's just what people do in, in general too. Yeah. You know, you stay by the easy people. Okay. So, in other things that are happening, um, Kelly Clarkson, uh, her 20th anniversary of winning American Idol was two days ago. So I think that was Saturday or That's Sunday. Wild. That was Sunday. And so she took to Instagram to thank those who changed the course of her life, saying while winning op- um, everything for her creative partnerships and the friends who became like family matter the most. I am most proud and grateful for those friends that have become family and for their arms that have held me when I need it and their hearts that have listened to me when I felt lost. Without them, I would not be where I am or probably here at all. And she just said it changed her life. And it did. It seems it should not be that long ago. 20 years. We were on the air. We were on the air when American Idol first came out. No, 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 no. Uh huh. And Ryan Seacrest was the host. And, you know, we had Paul Abdul drinking the Coca Cola with Simon Cowell. That was honestly iconic. I would say that we've never gotten back to that level because, first off, it was like the first of its kind. Yeah. But also that trifecta, those Randy, three, Randy, Simon, dog, hey, dog, hey Simon dog. being mean and Paula being definitely on something. That was iconic. It really was. It really was. And I feel like we've tried to match that energy for so many shows and we just, we, it, it, it'll never happen. Right. Like if you are, if you haven't seen, if you're young and you haven't seen season one American Idol, go back and watch that. Wasn't Don't even it, watch any of these new. Wasn't new, it something? It was everything. I love you because you really go back and watch the oldies. She goes back and watches every oh, yeah. housewife. I know. I watch every Real Housewives again. And I know like I'm going to somehow form that in the curriculum of the U of M teaching so mm-hmm. I can teach Real Housewives. I love that. You're welcome. We've got a Harry Styles class. We have Taylor Swift classes. We had um, 
Beatles classes, you can do the. I would love that. Thank you. I'm going to work and on somehow it. with Botox associated. With of course, it, because you're going to show how to do it right and how to do it wrong. Because yep. you're going to be a nurse. I'm going to say, yep. You see how her elevens? <laughs> they're not there, but nothing. She has no movement ever in the history of the world. Not great, guys. <laughs> Next slide. Oh, you're funny. We're going to come back, and we've got a Hollywood speak. Hollywood looked at me. And I didn't want to give it to you, but I got to give it to the people. Let's hear it. Hollywood. No. Oh, stop it. Stop. Mm, 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 stop. Mm, Hollywood speaking. Stop. Our yours one. Justin Bieber cancels his justice tour amid health concerns. I'm going to Hollywood speak that right now. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. He's really sick. and We should have empathy so. for him. I'm going to get better. I'm doing all the facial exercises to get my face back to normal. It will go back to normal. I think he is, I mean, I think it's he's the type t- that wants to put on a show, and he can't right now. Yeah. And that sucks, and I hope he gets better soon. I do, too. Hollywood spoke that. That, that was amazing. I'm going to give you, okay. What? Okay. <laughs> that was amazing. I know. I'm um, choking on something as we're speaking right it's now. It's fine. No, we love no, that. No, I know. I know you guys are. Um, okay, so, Grant, I think you read this one, but Kim Kardashian... Amid the par- private jet issues that oh. she's been getting, she says, I pick and choose how I, how to help climate change. So Hollywood speak that. I don't care what you think. I'm just going to do what I want to do when I want, but I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. That's what is a- it? Well, this is what she said. I believe in climate change. I believe that anything can help, but I also believe in being realistic. And I think sometimes there's so much to worry about on this planet, and it can be really scary to live your life with anxiety. But I do what is- I can. No, no one's going to be 100% perfect. No, yeah, yeah, no, you don't. She doesn't understand that, like, no. there's even other ways to fly. Yes, that's the whole point here. Is she, what she said there is a complete BS, like, look at me, I'm the victim here when it's not. There are other ways to fly. There are other ways to go about things. This is just me saying what I want to say. Like I said, I don't care what you guys think. I'm going to say I'm going to do certain things to make you guys feel like I'm doing the right thing, but I'm really not going to give two S's or F's Thank you. what I do whenever I do it because I'm a Kardashian, and that's the truth. Oh, gosh. Could she fly very, very, normal flights? I don't should. know. I think it would be really hard in her lifestyle. Oh, I know, I'm Grant. Sorry. Of course, everyone. No, can but I do mean, it. like no. security reasons. Why? Well, not so much. Like Megan and Harry just flew first class. Yeah, and they were just with us at the fair. I don't know how they got across <laughs> the pond so quickly. That was impressive. It was. This is for Grant. Brandon Fraser was moved to tears by a standing ovation after the screening of his new movie, The Whale. Yeah, and this was really cool just to see because I mean, Brandon Fraser. With George, every, George, George of the Jungle, George of the jungle. Walk up, watch up for that tree. Blast ah! from the Past. Remember he was in Blast from the yes. Past with the, when they were in the basement down there? I mean, you've got um, Encino Man. I mean, he was, Brendan Fraser was the mummy. He was on top of Cloud Nine for, you know, late 80s, 90s, early 2000s. What happened 2000s. to him? I don't really know. Oh, you guys are so lucky. I had a 5 a.m. feeding last night and read a whole article. So get this. Yeah, what Buckle happened? Buckle up. So he claims that a big part of he just treated himself like a workhorse and did all of his own stunts and his body went to heck. That makes sense. And so he had to create an exoskeleton-like creation around his body, like <laughs> with padding and tape and all these things, even use um, knee or motorcycling knee pads because his body hurt so much. So he finally addressed those issues. Did he have like fibromyalgia or it, something? It was just overall, he said he would do his own stunts and his body just, it was just continuous use, continuous things. And his body was just breaking 
down. And a lot of those stunts were from the Mummy franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was the majority of like his. So his body stunt just acting. quit. Yeah, started and quitting, and so he, that's when he started gaining weight, weight yep. and he, he's been dealing with that and recovery for that. Then on top of it, he came out. Um, Brendan Fraser, if you're just joining us. Yep. Also, on top of that, he came out with. Um, he had a claim in the Me Too movement with the director. And he thinks he got blacklisted after that because he came out saying that he was. I remember that. Yes. Uh-huh. And so that's where that compounded. And he just kind of wanted to take a step back. And he did on his own accord and on what he claims is, you know, the gaining the weight and right. like with the the Me Too thing. So that's what happened to Brandon yeah, he got Frazier. A, he got a six minute ovation uh-huh. at, at the film festival for the whale. And I mean, that just it was you could see him. I mean, he genuinely was like. You know, I mean, those things, they always take it in and embrace it. But I could, I just felt for the guy. I felt for the guy, too. I really, I I mean, he was so hot and then went so not. And I don't know the whole Me Too story, so I don't want to like. No, he was abused. He was abused. Yes. He was abused. Clarify that. Thank you for clarifying. He was abused. Okay, then there you go. I mean, the man should be damn proud of himself. And from what the looks of this movie, the message that it's trying to convey and the the importance behind this movie with eating disorders and how that all works and, and developing a relationship, I believe, with his daughters who the person that he's trying to help through this movie called The Whale. Looks like a great movie, great message, and happy to see him back on his spot, you know, so. All right. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, it really did. I just, I. We need to go to see that movie then. He's looking like he's lost a little bit of weight too since, you know, he, you know, he still has his, you know, he's no Brendan Fraser from the past. But. Right. And Dwayne The Rock sent him um, a note and he, Dwayne tweeted out a picture of him with um, Brendan and said, this man makes me, it makes me so happy to see this beautiful ovation for Brendan. He supported me um, coming into his Mummy Returns franchise mm-hmm. for my first ever role, yeah, which a- kicked off my Hollywood career. Oh, cool. That's Isn't that so nice? Cool. He yeah. seems like such a nice yes. guy. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. You. It stars the girl, the the redhead from from the the main girl in the movie, The Whale, is Kate, I believe, is her character's name in in uh, Stranger Things. The redhead, we're oh, running sure, up sure. that hill. The song became so popular yeah. mm-hmm. that was her song in the series. So she's the main girl in this movie. In the movie I love with that. Yeah. All right, here's a good one. Uh, Giselle and Tom have not reconciled despite her return to Florida. Whoa. Oh. She remember she yeah. went to Costa Rica. Um, he had the 11 days off, and then she flew to Costa Rica, and then we just saw her over the weekend at, like, Splash World in Miami with her kids, and a source says she is not back. She hasn't been to their Tampa home. He's still hoping they can reconcile. Giselle has told him she's leaving him before, and they always made up when she cooled down. Uh, they believe that she's staying in Miami. I don't know about... There's a part of me that says, of course, they're going to get back together. Like, this obviously is their thing. You know those couples that they do these things where yep, they break up, yep, get back together? Yep. And she's so used to him working that I just feel like a part of me thinks they're going to get back together me and too. be just fine. I hope they do. I hope they do, too. Of course I hope they do. I also hope wherever their priorities lie, I his hope they line, find happiness His in line that. football right now. Yeah. Which Mark- is wild, because it's like, that's not going to be your forever home. 
But I know it's but, such a hard. Like again, I don't credit it. I don't think that's okay. But I said this to leave that locker room and that that brotherhood that he has had in that the locker bro mentality, room, the bro mentality to walk away from that. I'm not talking about the fame. He's got that. He'll still have yep. that. He'll be on TV. But it's that camaraderie in the locker room that has got to be the hardest thing to walk away. But you're walking into your family locker room, so it should be the easiest thing to do. But for some of these guys, they have a hard transition with that. I bet you it's it's similar to the military in a lot of ways. Is leaving that great call and. I just think I think it's sad because I do think it's something like like you think enjoy your you know enjoy your life now mm-hmm. and it makes me sad for people that can't stop and we know a lot of people even in this industry that can't let things go you go it's time go have fun have you been talking behind my back we've been trying to get, I've been telling to your face Julia Julia it's time <laughs> did we was there a reason we didn't want her back Grant no, I don't know all right here's one, from, here's one from Kim Kardashian calls her ex Pete Davidson a cutie and insists they don't make them like him anymore as she a, chats about her former flame. A part of me, so of course I was listening to Cobra, love Cobra, yes, love. and they had a lot of good points saying that this probably was not that highly sexual of a relationship when you call someone a cutie. But here's the thing, a part of me also thinks <laughs> that it might be because of the age difference. Sometimes when you feel, when you're older than somebody, you just say, I don't know, you feel kind of silly to say anything but cute, like cutie yeah. just comes into your mind. Sure. But... I do have to agree with Cobra, which it's not. I don't know the last time I called a grown adult cutie, and I I can't remember if Colleen or Bradley said that, but I was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I also think the other part of this is that they don't make him like that anymore. He's not as affected as everybody else she knows. She's been around Kanye West. He can take it. For 10 years. Good call. You know, he's a baby. He's an adult baby. And he's not... A cutie. He's and he's an exhausting. Baby and exhausting. So to have someone who is somewhat normal and not in their head every second of every minute and how this, is this going to benefit me and I, what are you doing for me would be a refreshing oh, experience. Even if they didn't like consummate the relationship, I bet you just laughing with him would you just... You don't think they had sex? I do think I they totally did, do. But when you do call somebody a cutie, it does take like the sexuality completely out of it. Well, she can't say he's a hottie. I mean, they're broken up. I think he broke up with her, too. I, I don't know. know that you can... What What do you call someone? Um, Like, oh, I adored him. He was this or that. But like saying cutie, right, I don't sure. know. It might be an age thing, but like I don't even think... I think about like somebody in my mind who I think is like ad- like amazing, like Grant. I don't think I'd still even ever describe him as like he's a cutie because like that's an a adult. cutie patootie. We have these fun names though. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's a cutie, yeah. cutie patootie. You're right though. It but does I, take that. Yeah, I get it. I get you. Yeah. All right, we have one last. You've been doing brilliant, and brilliant. notice how prepared I was. Um, Timothy <laughs> Chamolet thinks it's tough to be alive now because of social media. He also thinks a societal collapse is in the air. I kind of agree with him Me in too. some ways. I. I think social media, I think iPhones. I think iPhones. I will just go back to the iPhone genesis. When it first started, I thought, what is this? I can't get out of the hands of my children. Do you know what's so funny? So I will have these moments where I will be looking at pictures of Margot while she's awake and sitting there smiling at me. And I like had that realization. I go, this is mortifying. Like, I have to put this thing down. And away. Like, and I know that like, you know, we can only do so much or whatever, but like that was like a real moment I had the Good. other day where I go, oh my, like I have a, a live baby that I'm like 
obsessed with right here. But I'm, but I'm looking, looking at, at pictures photos of her, of her and seeing how well of, she did on social. And, and, <laughs> no, but like you just on my phone, and I'm going instead of like enjoying her smiles or trying to make her smiles oh, right. or engaging with right. her. I'm going, oh, look at this. Oh, when she was this, and I was like, what am I doing right now? Okay, that makes me you sound healthy. So I'm glad you had that. I mean. Yeah. Because when I, I'm a judger when I see, because I never had a phone when my babies were little, yeah, you know, yeah. or when we walked them and stuff. And I'd go on these walk and walk and walk. And when I watch moms with their iPhone right in front of them walking their babies, yeah. I'm thinking you're not even present. Yeah. And I judge a little and bit. And you don't, you're not, in, it's not as fun. I would say when I can get myself, when I can wedge it out of my hand, I have more fun. And it's hard. I'm not there all the time, but... We're going to try. We're going to try. The first step is knowing perhaps there might be an issue. Somebody else has a problem. Not me, but somebody else. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. This is Lori and Julie on MyTech streaming live. And with a great app, you can take us with all.